In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Christ is risen. Indeed. As you likely know, uh, before the Divine Liturgy, the priest will actually celebrate a service where he will prepare the gifts to be offered on the Holy Table. So the, the bread will be brought to the church, and the person who prayerfully makes it brings it to the church, and then the priest will go and, and cut, make certain cuts and incisions on the bread in order to lift out the section of the bread that's called the lamb. And the section that is the lamb is the part that has the seal on the top of it that has the letters I-C-X-C-N-I-K-A, Jesus Christ the victor, Jesus Christ the conqueror. He's the one who conquers, of course, death. And the last thing that he says before he places the lamb on the discos for it to be ready for the great entrance, which we'll do here in just a a little while, and ready for the people to partake of the Eucharist, he actually turns the lamb upside down and he makes a crosswise cut. And he doesn't go all the way to the bottom uh, because the seal remains intact. But he makes a cut in the shape of a cross so that the lamb is actually in four sections. And as he does so, he says a particular prayer. He says, At thee crucified, O Lord, the tyranny of the enemy was trampled underfoot. Oh, wait. At thee crucified, O Christ, tyranny was trampled underfoot, and the power of the enemy was destroyed. For neither an angel nor man, but the Lord himself hath saved us. And it's a great reminder for the priest as he's preparing the gifts that it is the Lord who saves us. Nothing else. No one else. And the reason I bring that up to you this morning is because I was thinking about that when I read the, uh, to prepare for the gospel this morning about how an angel of the Lord, it says in the gospel, an angel of the Lord would come down to the water where the, the paralytic was along with probably countless others who desired to be healed and would trouble the water. And the first person who would be able to go into that water would actually be healed. And as miraculous as that would be, and it would be completely miraculous for this man to be paralyzed for 38 years or whatever someone's ailment was, to be able to go into the water and to be healed, no matter how wonderful that healing would be, it would only be temporary. And it would only be about physical healing. But the healing that we, the priest remembers in that prayer during the, the preparation service and the healing that even Christ, I think, is attempting to push this paralytic man to see and understand is a deeper, more complete healing. It's not a healing that is temporary because an angel can't heal someone for their eternal salvation. And a man can't heal someone for their eternal salvation, even though, according to the epistle reading that we just heard, a man could raise someone from the dead. Because Peter was able to do that uh, when he came across Tabitha, he was able to raise her from the dead. But only the Lord can save us. And so the Lord pushes the paralytic, and by doing so, with us hearing this gospel reading each and every year at this time, he pushes us to try to know and understand what true healing really is, and how we can connect to it. And the first step to us connecting to it is actually desiring healing. 
Because Christ asked the man, the paralytic there at the pool, do you want to be healed? Do you want to be healed? And of course, the man probably thought Jesus was simply talking about his paralysis. Of course, I want to be healed. I'm sitting here next to the pool. But Christ was talking about something much deeper for this man. Do you really want to be made completely well and to experience full and complete healing? Because that means your life is going to be completely different. It's one thing to expect something from someone who is paralyzed and has been for 38 years. It's another to expect something from someone who can all of a sudden pick up his pallet and walk through town uh, as if he'd never been paralyzed at all. There's different expectations, and so there's a different understanding. Do you want to be healed? And so the question for us every year when we hear this is, do we legitimately want to be made well completely? Because a lot of the times I think I focus on, sure, I want to be well, I want to be physically healed from whatever little pains we might have or whatever annoyances we might have. And I'm even willing to be patient and perhaps change my diet or change the way I live my life a little bit so that I can feel physically better. But are we willing to chase after true healing, to change our diet, to change our lifestyle, to change the things that we do and perhaps some of the things that we hold dear so that we can be not just physically healed, but eternally, truly healed by Christ. And so that's the first thing. Do we really desire to be healed? The second thing, once we answer that question of Lord willing that we do want to be healed, Christ tells the man, go and sin no more lest a worse thing come upon you. A worse thing than 38 years by the pool, paralyzed. A worse thing, of course, is complete and utter separation from God. Real death, that is, just being completely away from God. Go and sin no more. And so if we truly desire to be truly healed, then the next thing we need to do is to work on fighting those passions. Work on fighting the sinful temptations. Work on taking on virtue and attempting to do the things that are good and well-pleasing to God so that we can show him that we do truly desire to be healed. And so we are told, go and sin no more. So repent and work towards that life of virtue and that life of walking in the commandments of Christ once we truly say that we desire to be eternally healed. And the last thing that we need to do in order to be connected to that true healing is to seek the presence of God here. When Christ went to find the man, because the man didn't know who Jesus was, it said there in the scripture, but Jesus sought him out. He knew where to go find him. If you imagine where you would go if you had been uh, healed after being paralyzed for 38 years, probably go see my family. Probably go have a party and be excited about life and, and the new expectation that's there. That's what I would do. But this man went to the temple. Christ found him in the temple because he didn't know who healed him, but he knew that the thing that he had to do was to pray and give thanks to God. 
because he desired that true healing. He desired, he was ready to hear those words, go and sin no more, lest the worst thing come upon you. And so we desire salvation, we take on the virtues, and we do everything that we can to be united to that lamb that is so carefully prepared before every single divine liturgy that I mentioned a few moments ago. And that's how we find that true healing, because the Eucharist, brothers and sisters, is the medicine of immortality. The fathers used that, and they used that on purpose to say medicine, because that is where we find our true healing, the full eternal healing, which leads us to salvation. Because it's God himself who took on our flesh and was crucified, and then now, today, as we are here now, offers himself to us in his precious body and blood for us to be healed. God who saves us, not an angel, not a man, but the Lord himself. So brothers and sisters, it's up to us to actually want that healing and to want that healing so much that we're willing to change our way of life and to follow the commandments of Christ, and to put on virtue, and to fight against the temptation, and to do everything that we can to be connected to Christ's body that we receive here in this place. May we never forget the Lord who came to save us. And may we chase after not just physical healing, which is temporary, but our patient and chase after that eternal healing that our Lord offers to us in the Eucharist, his precious body and blood broken for us for the life of the world. Glory to the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Christ is risen. He is risen.